At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brand Mary Podcast, our third episode of 2022, and we are continuing our marketing focus. And today we're going to talk about content creation. Specifically, I want to share with you some time-saving content creation tips. So recently I sent out a survey to my community. If you're listening to this and you filled it out, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, I love sending out market research surveys on a regular basis to my community. And I always send one out in December because it gives me tons of ideas for the new year. And one of the questions that I asked y'all was, what would you say is your biggest struggle with creating content? And hands down, the majority of you said time, time. Time was the biggest struggle. And you know what? I have the same amount of time, and um, I definitely had the same amount of time as you when I was working a nine to five and had had my kiddo and doing that whole thing and trying to like create content in a two hour bucket on a Sunday. I totally understand where you're coming from. And because of that time that I had, I created some awesome systems. And I will say that the amount of content that I create today, it's insane that it doesn't take me more time. Um, but it comes down to all of these tips that I'm going to share with you today. And so time was y'all's biggest struggle. And there were a couple more that I want to touch on before we get into those tips. But before we do that, before we get into today's juicy, juicy content, I wanted to share with you, in case you haven't seen yet, that I am hosting an upcoming free marketing class on January 26th. I'm going to be teaching you how to master your marketing in 2022. And one of the very exciting elements of this class is I'm going to be sharing with you how you can create your own seven-part marketing plan. I'm so excited. It's going to be a very valuable class and you can register at brandmary.com slash market completely free brandmary.com slash market and join us live on January 26th for our first official class of 2022. So Let's kick this off by talking about the importance of content creation. So this also came up in the survey. I, there were a couple of people who were like, I get really discouraged. I don't see how it's important. I don't see how it's playing a role. And I got to tell you, my friends, content creation is everything for your brand and your business. And here is why. Number one, creating content is a way for you to connect. It's a way for you to connect with your ideal customer. It's not a way for you to connect with everyone. I'm not talking about viral content here. I'm not. I'm sorry. I have just seen time and time again, um, you know, people who have pieces of content that go viral, quote unquote, and it doesn't lead to more sales. It doesn't lead to anything that's actually substantial for their business. What I'm talking about is the content that speaks specifically to your ideal customer, pulls them in leads them through the buying process to the ultimate sale. That is what's going to create revenue. That is going to, is what's going to create change for your business. That is what's going to create sustainability. 
And so when you're thinking about creating content, you want to think about your ideal customer specifically and how you can connect with them. And content creation is such a fantastic way to do that. Whether you're creating video content, which of course I highly recommend, um, you're creating a podcast like this one, you're posting on Instagram, whatever it is, you're posting on you know Pinterest, it doesn't matter. You're focused on connecting with your ideal customer, sharing a little bit of a story or an anecdote, teaching something, being educational, inspirational, entertaining, building that connection so that they then gravitate towards your brand or move through the buying process. In content creation, what it allows us to, us to do is to lead our ideal customer through the three phases of marketing. So these three phases of marketing that we teach over here at Brand Mary are awareness, attraction, and connection. Now, these three phases are, I want you to think about it like um, uh, upside down triangle. So the very top is awareness. This is where someone is just learning about your brand for the very first time, suddenly aware that your brand and what you do exist. Then we have attraction. So they're aware of your brand, but now they've seen a piece of content, right? That attracts them fully to your brand. Yes, this is it. This is the person. Let me learn more. At this stage, they're typically opting into your email list, which yes, every brand and business should have. Then the connection phase. So we can also use content once someone is attracted, once they have their bunny ears up, as I like to say. We can also use content to build and nurture the relationship, leading them through the buying process to the sale. So content creation can be used at every single stage of the buying process or the three phases of marketing, awareness, attraction, and connection. So hopefully you're seeing why content creation is so important from that aspect. But there's one more layer, and that is showcasing your expertise. We want you to have authority in your niche. We This is important. Storytelling helps us build empathy and authority. Um, content allows us to build authority and be the go-to person in your niche for that particular subject. So let's say that you are an expert at graphic design. We want people to seek you out for graphic design advice. So let's say you are an expert in meditation. We want people to seek you out for your expertise in meditation. Let's say that you are an expert at creating skincare products. We want people to seek you out because of your expertise in these products. You get to showcase your expertise and your authority through the content that you're creating. Yes, through your amazing services and products. Yes, yes, yes. But also through the content that you are creating. So content creation is very, very important as a brand and a business owner. And more and more so, <laughs> like more and more so, people just want content. They want to consume content and they're gravitating to the brands that create this high value content um, consistently, consistently show up for them, build that know, like, and trust factor. Those are the brands that we're following, gravitating towards, and of course, purchasing from. But as I mentioned before, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for a lot of business owners. Time was the biggest one from that survey, and that doesn't come as a big surprise to me. It's the same one that has been coming up year after year after year. Another one um, that comes up a lot is the data. How do I read the data? How do I know the best time to post, right? And um, 
or not feeling creative enough. Maybe you're resonating with some of these, right? You're not feeling creative enough. I don't know how to come up with ideas. That's probably contributing to your time, if we're being 100% honest. Um, You don't feel creative enough, so you spend a lot of time and energy trying to think of ideas. We're going to talk about how to fix that today. Um, And so you're not feeling creative enough, so then you're not feeling inspired, so then you create mediocre content, and then the cycle continues, right? And what I often see happens uh, that I couldn't do an entire podcast episode on content creation and not talk about are the use of templates. If you've been following me, you know that I am not a big fan of marketing templates. Um, Specifically copy templates. So think of things like uh, plug and play, fill in your brand words into this paragraph and post it on Instagram. Or here's an email, plug in your information about your product and post it on Instagram or post it in your email, whatever. Not like graphic design templates. Those are incredibly useful. Um, (laughs) I'm talking about like copy content type of templates. The reason that I believe that they actually hurt entrepreneurs rather than help them is that A, it doesn't require you to creatively think about your content and what you're putting out into the world. It's very copy and paste. Um, And then it kind of keeps you limited. You're like, oh, this is easy. This is easy. So this is working on Instagram. I'm just going to keep doing this. Where the data is telling you that it's not necessarily actually leading to an increase in sales or leading to engagement, but it feels easier for you. So that feels like a win. So you just continue to run with it, right? Get a little safe with it. It doesn't require you to think too creatively. That's a big one. Um, It also makes you sound like everyone else. This is my, this is a huge one for me. You know, you go through, you go through the process of branding because you want to stand out and then you end up using a template, the same that other people are using, and then you end up sounding like everyone else. And so when it comes to content creation, it's not about replicating what you're seeing other people do in your industry. It's about creating it for your ideal customer specifically. And the templates that you're getting are not for your ideal customer specifically, right? They're they're for the industry um, and, and not taking into consideration the person that you're wanting to bring in based on your products and your services. And so when I was reading through the survey results, time was a big one, and then templates kept coming up. If I just had a template, it would be easier. If I got templates and that seems to be helping with my time, but then again, they're saying that they aren't making any money. So the time piece has been taken care of, but the templates aren't working. And one of my suggestions for you, if you are up to taking it, would be to explore ways that you can move away from relying on these templates and start really stretching and working your content creation muscle, um, your copywriting muscle. It comes through experience. It comes through practice. And the first thing that we have to do is streamline your process so you have the space to actually create the content. If content takes a lot of time for you, the seven tips that I'm about to give you are going to make a huge difference in how you carve out time to create your content because it's necessary. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. And the more that you practice doing it authentically to you and your ideal customer, the better you will be in the long run. 
I did not pump out content like I pump out content now when I started my business. It used to take me a long time to write a single email. It was very stressful. I get it. But I kept doing it. I kept refining it. I kept looking for opportunities to improve. I kept paying, paying attention to the data and what the data was telling me, what people were responding to, what they were asking for. And now I can not only create content without wasting all of my time, but I can create content that also converts. It's not just about creating content and pushing new content out there. It's about creating content that leads to revenue in your business. So now that we are all on the same page, let's talk about those seven tips, all right? Again, these are time-saving specific tips. I have lots of content creation tips, more to come on the podcast and on YouTube, but this right now is specifically on time-saving tips. So number one, have a content-specific day. This is one of the best things that I did when I started my business. I've been talking about this for a very long time, but... When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five and I had a three month old son. And so I had to try and figure out, you know, all the little thingies, all the little pockets of time that I could get work done. And so for me, it was on Sunday. My husband was home on Sunday. It was the only day he was home every week on Sunday and I could work on Sunday. So that is what I did. Once I left my nine to five, my content day became Monday. And Monday was when I was able to take my son over to his to my mother-in-law's house, to his grandma's, and she would take care of him while I worked at a library and worked on my content. So the reason that I didn't know that this was going to be so powerful when I did it. I just did it because of time. So hey, here you go. But what it also allowed me to do was become more creative and speed up my process. Because rather than trying to do a bunch of different things on that day, I only created content for the week. That was it. So I had about three hours on a Monday. I would go to the library. I would write my blog for the week at the time I was writing blog content. I would schedule my email. I would schedule my blog. And I would schedule my social media posts for the entire week. And I did that every single week for a few years, actually. Monday was always my day. And again, not only did this save me a bunch of time because I was more efficient, way more efficient when I was focused in on one thing, but it also allowed me to be really creative and kind of in my zone of content creation rather than jumping from one thing to the other. If I was trying to work with clients or, um, you know, create a, you know, a new mini course and then also answer emails during that time, I wouldn't have been in my you know, inspired content creation state. And I wouldn't have been able to write content um, or think about things in that way. So having a content day and batch creating is incredibly powerful and will save you time. It will save you time, I promise. It might feel like it takes a long time in the beginning, but just like with a muscle, keep doing it and it will get stronger and you will start doing it more efficiently. The second tip that I have for you to save time is to take that content day and actually schedule it in your freaking calendar. Yes. Don't willy-nilly do this. Pick a day. And I do believe that it needs to be consistent. So if you are working full-time, 
pick a day where it can be consistent. Um, again, my husband worked full time. He worked in retail, but Sunday was his kind of his day off. And so Sunday was the day that I did that, right? Monday, I knew that I had childcare. So Monday was the day that I did that. Get it in your calendar and honor that. And the reason that I want you to put it in your calendar is because I don't want anyone to schedule anything else during that time. It's already blocked off as content creation. This is a great practice for you in blocking time off in your calendar just in general and honoring that time. But especially if you are struggling with content creation and making time for it, you need to make time for it. That's the first part. Don't try and fit it in. Content creation requires too much of your brain. It requires too much creativity. It requires, you know, so much focus that it's not something that you just fit in an hour here and 20 minutes here and 30 minutes here. You're going to end up spending way too much time actually creating the content and it's going to be hard to jump back and forth. Have that designated day, put it in your calendar and schedule it and repeat it. So I repeat repeated my workflow every single week. That's typically what my clients do. Then you might be able to get into a habit where you can do two weeks at a time. Then you might get faster and you might be able to do an entire month at a time. Then you might get even faster and do 90 days. That's what I do now. I'm recording four podcast episodes today, another group tomorrow so that I can have 90 days of content ready to go. So schedule it and then repeat that workflow. Another thing um, to do as you're going through your batch creation day is write down your workflow. So, you know, maybe you've realized that, oh, okay, I'm gonna, first I'm going to write my blog, then I'm going to go ahead and format the blog and jump over to Canva and write my, make my graphic, then I'm going to get that scheduled, then I'm going to jump over my email marketing, write my email, schedule that, then I'm going to go over to Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, write down your workflow as you're kind of perfecting it because then that will all also, you'll be able to carve out time in each of those little areas and you'll notice how you're, you're doing it faster and faster every single time. So number one, have a content day to batch create once a week preferably to start. As you get faster, you can definitely, definitely create more um, in one day. Number two, make sure that you take that day and you schedule it every single week. Again, I recommend getting it on your calendar. Let's say you choose Monday. It's on your calendar every Monday from 10 to 2 um, until the end of the year, right? It's just already on there. Then if a week comes up where you need to move it, you can go in and you can manually move it to another day that week, but it, you're not changing your whole entire flow, all right? The third tip that I have for you is to bulk schedule your topics. Okay, so typically what I find that uh, clients who come to me do is they say, okay, this is my batch schedule day. So Monday is the day they create their content. So they sit down on Monday and they say, what do I want to talk about today? So then they go through a bunch of ideas and they finally narrow down their idea. Then they get to work creating. Then they go through the whole entire process. That is a no-go. Do not do that. Do not do that. The part of your brain that it takes to pick topics and the part of your brain that it takes to create the content are different. And you're trying to do too much in one time slot. So one of the things that I recommend you do is that you could choose either at the end of a quarter in preparation for the next quarter. So let's say at the end of Q1, preparing for Q2, or the very first week of Q2, whatever works for you. Um, I want you to create your 90-day 
content calendar. Now, I'm not suggesting that you map out your 90 days of Instagram posts and Instagram reels and all that stuff. No, that's too much. Don't do that. What I'm suggesting you do is choose your core content. So this is something I teach when it comes to repurposing. I'm going to talk about that in just a second, the logistics of it. But let's say your core content is a YouTube video. And so every week you're going to release one YouTube video. So that means for 90 days, you need 12 weeks of content. So you need 12 topics. Okay. So you're only coming up with 12 topics. It's a lot easier. I promise. But what you're doing is you're giving yourself a day to finalize those topics, do your research, come up with those topics, and schedule them in your content calendar. Now, I have a content calendar that you can grab for free. You can go to brandmary.com slash content to get your hands on that. Um, and that's a fantastic tool for actually, you know, mapping out your content and keeping track of it. But how do you actually come up with those topics? That's the big question that I get a lot. Number one, Ideal customer research. Oh my gosh, there she is again talking about her ideal customer research. Yep, that's where it is. If you've done your ideal customer research, content topics should not be that difficult, at least not in the beginning, because you're going to have a bunch of research in front of you that you can then address through your content, okay? If you haven't done your ideal customer research, I will be able to tell if you come and you're like, I don't know what to talk about, and then I start asking you questions about your ideal customer and you can't answer those questions. That's where your problem lies, right there. So do your ideal customer research. That's going to give you a great launching off point. Then we can go even deeper into this. You can continue to do market research. You can uh, go into Facebook groups and you can see what people are saying about these specific topics. You can use one of my favorite strategies, which is looking for trends on Pinterest or Google using things like uh, Keywords Everywhere, Uber suggests to actually find content ideas. If you already have a community, you can ask them. That is something that I did. That's how I came up with the first 90 days of content for y'all. So there are a lot of different things that you can do um, when it comes to content creation. You can think about a product or a service that you're selling that you are in within that 90 days. And you can ask yourself, okay, what are some of the things that my ideal customer who I want to buy this product or this service needs to know or needs to do or needs to overcome in order to make that purchase and create content around that. Again, this all comes back to really knowing your ideal customer. If you don't know your ideal customer, this is going to be hard. And this is always a sure sign for me that there's some holes in ideal customer work. So if you haven't done your ideal customer work, please make it a goal. I've been talking about this the last three weeks on the podcast. Um, make it a goal to do your ideal customer work. Again, this is something that we are now including inside of Brand Mary Academy in our brand new branding module, an entire section on ideal customer research, okay? So bulk schedule your topics. That's a completely different day. Pick one day to plan out your content, your topics for 90 days. Again, if you're doing 90 days, you're following a repurposing plan. That's 12 topics. And then you already have that ready to go. So then when you sit down on your weekly content day on Monday, you know exactly the topic that you are talking about. Okay? It's going to save you so much time. Try it. I promise. Then that leads me to number four, which is all about your repurposing plan. So this is something that I have a YouTube video about. If you'd like to go check it out further, there are other blog posts that also break this down. Um, if you want to take a look at it, you know, visually see it. But your repurposing plan is essentially the plan that you will repeat every single week when it comes to your content creation. 
The idea behind the repurposing plan and what I teach inside of Brand Mary Academy is that you have a core piece of content for one platform or, uh, you know, one um, uh, 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 marketing outlet. So let's say, for instance, this, I have, I have two core pieces of content, which sometimes confuses people, but I've been doing this long enough that I can do that. Um, but let's just use the podcast as an example. So the podcast, this one is my core piece of content. I'm going to release this podcast. I also take this piece of content and we put it on the blog. We also share this piece of content on Pinterest. We also will talk about this piece of content on my Instagram feed. It will be one post um, talking about the podcast. Then we'll also repurpose some of the things that I'm saying into additional posts on that platform as well. So every week, my piece of content is going through the same kind of rinse and repeat cycle so I can repurpose the content and spread it out. This is incredibly helpful when you're trying to take an omni-channel approach, which is something that I recommended in last week's podcast when I talk about marketing predictions and getting on multiple channels. This is how you do it. You don't come up with the brand new topic every freaking day. You have one topic, but you're repositioning it in a bunch of different ways. Let's say you have a YouTube channel. You create your YouTube video. You then post that on YouTube. Then you also transcribe it and put it on your blog. Maybe then you also turn it into a podcast. Shoot, I've done that too. You repurpose it into a podcast. You then share it on Pinterest. You then create little snippet videos and put those out on Instagram. So many different things that you can be doing. But you need to have a repurposing plan. It's going to save you so much time. The beauty of having a repurposing plan is that you can then take your plan that you design. And yes, I walk you through this inside of Brand Mary Academy. um, But you can take this plan that you've designed and what you can do is you can then put that onto uh, a task management platform. So we use ClickUp and on ClickUp, we have these tasks that then repeat every single week. It's a template. So every time I add a content idea and I plan out my 90 days, all of the tasks auto-populate underneath that idea. And so I just get to create my content and then we get to go through the motions, get it out there. It saves so much time. So have your repurposing plan. Okay, so we've had four so far, three more to go. I'm going to recap those four. Number one is have a content day where you can batch create. Number two is schedule that content day. Start with scheduling it weekly so you can create your weekly content. Eventually, you can maybe move to month, bi-weekly, monthly, and quarterly. Number three, have a separate day every quarter where you bulk schedule your topics where you map out the topics that you are going to share and on those specific days. If you're doing 90 days and you're following a repurposing plan that I teach, that should be 12 topics. Then make your repurposing plan. So um, have your core content and figure out what platforms you're going to repurpose that content on, the specific days, and the flow that it's going to happen so that you can repeat that and refine that again and again. All right. We're saving so much time right now. I hope that you can tell. (laughs) All right. Our fifth one is to bulk like tasks. So we've already talked about one, which is bulking your topics, selecting your topics. But I also encourage you to bulk tasks like writing and recording and creating graphics and scheduling as well. So 
the more that you try to jump from one thing to the other and back and forth and back and forth, the harder it is for your brain to adjust and the more time that you're actually wasting because it's harder to get back into a groove. So you have to figure out what works best for you and your plan. But if you are like me and you are focused on creating, let's say, 30 days of content, in, you know, like three days. You're spending three days to create 30 days of content. Or um, something I do is I spend a week and I create 90 days of content. Whatever you're doing, right? It's really helpful if you're not trying to record a YouTube video, then write the SEO, then edit it, then make the graphic, then record the next video, and then go through the motions again. It's too much. What I recommend doing is record all your videos together. Then a separate time, go ahead and create all the graphics. Podcasts. I already mentioned, I'm recording four podcast episodes today. I'm going to record all these podcast episodes. Then I can, you know, have another day where we go in and I write the show notes. So find these opportunities, especially if you're booking a lot of content at one time, to, to do that. You can also do it within your content creation day. So if you are just creating content every week, Let's say on Monday, you can start with doing all of your writing, then move to your graphics. So maybe you write your blog and then you write your, um, your email, okay? Then you move to your graphics. You create your graphics for your blog and your graphics for social media. Then you move into scheduling, right? And you schedule it all. Doing like tasks, grouping like tasks together is incredibly helpful, all right? So um, highly, highly recommend that you test this out. It's so helpful. And and also, let's say you're doing something like, you know, you want to create Instagram Reels. Maybe that's something that you want to do. Create all your Reels at one time for like the next few weeks. It will save you so much time than if you're trying to carve out like 10 minutes to create a Reel. Then it's going to take longer. It always does. Hands down, always does. <laughs> but if you're like, all right, I'm going to, I have an hour and a half and I'm going to record, you know, shoot, you could probably do like eight reels in that amount of time. Not edit them, record them. So you can use this process for anything. Record all of the reels, then go back and add the text and edit them at a different time. Okay? Okay. All right. So number six is always have an idea bank. I promise you, I promise you, the more that you take the pressure off of creating content, i.e. coming up with new topics to share all the time, the more inspired you will actually be. So you'll be walking through the grocery store and think of a really great topic to share. Or you'll be scrolling Instagram, minding your own damn business, and see something and you're like, oh my gosh, I should talk about that for my audience. Have a place to put that stuff. Do not assume that you are going to remember because you're not going to remember. Have a place to put it. This is why I love having an idea bank. Now, some of you might have heard me talk about idea banks as it relates to storytelling. Still awesome and very, very relevant. Um, I have a place where I store um, like stories that I want to share with my audience. Love it. You can also just have a content idea bank. You can have them in the same area too. It doesn't matter. But have a place where you can jot down those ideas. Uh, ClickUp, if you're using ClickUp as a task management, that's a great place to do it. That's one place that we do it. I just got a remarkable... Uh, for myself for the new year. And so um, I've been jotting down ideas there. That's where I brainstormed all my ideas for the podcast and everything. Love it. So good. 
um, Google Docs, Google Word document, whatever. I do recommend that it's digital if you can, only because it's easier for you to access no matter where you are. So I want something that you can pull out and you can, you know, Put it in your phone really quickly if you think about it or you can record a voice note or whatever because I don't want you to forget it. And so having that is really, really helpful. This is going to save you a lot of time because then when you have that day where you need to go pick out content ideas, right, schedule your content ideas, you have an idea bank to pull from. So you're not just grasping and looking for things in thin air. You can use those SEO strategies I shared. You can use those market research strategies I shared. You also have a bunch of ideas already at your fingertips. So having an idea bank, a content bank, is incredibly valuable. And you can go into it. You can pull the ones that you want, cross them off, add more, go back, cycle through the process. Okay, last tip for you. This one is specifically for social media. Now, y'all know I don't talk about social media all that much over here at Brand Mary. We are definitely focused on more evergreen marketing strategies, but the reality is social media is fun for a lot of people. I love it. I like to hang out on there. Um, I don't recommend that you rely on social media at all to grow your business, but it's a great way to nurture your audience, to lead them through the buying process. Um, just like we talked about at the very beginning of this podcast where we talked about the three phases of marketing, awareness, attraction, and connection, social media is a great way to connect with your audience. So people who are already following you, already like what you're saying, maybe already even bought from you at one point in time, can stay connected to you here. So... My tip here is to create a social media schedule that you can rinse and repeat every week. So when it comes to the repurposing plan, you're picking 12 topics for the quarter, right? Then you have your plan that says, okay, my I'm going to post this first as a YouTube video then and that's going to happen on Mondays and then I'm going to email my list about it on Tuesday and then I'm going to release the blog on Tuesday as well and then I'm going to put it on Instagram, right? You're mapping out all of these very specific things. That's going to leave some holes, right? Like you're not just going to talk about the same video for seven days. That's going to be incredibly boring. But you are going to fill in a few days. So what I recommend you do is you create a broader social media schedule. Let me give you an example. I'll actually use my business as an example here. So on Monday, we are posting a carousel image graphic about the video content. So about the YouTube channel, uh, YouTube video. So my YouTube video is released on Monday. We have a carousel that always will go out on Monday. Carousel graphics, something like that, okay? Another day that we know content is uh, going to be happening is on Wednesday. Wednesday is a pretty good posting day uh, for my audience. So we're always going to be posting a carousel on Wednesday. Thursday is podcast day. So we release the podcast on Thursday. And then we post another repurposed piece of content on Saturday in, or Sunday. All right. Now, these, these pieces of content can be from this week's content. Maybe I said a lot of goodies, so we made some graphics around it. Or it could be an old blog post that I did. Like, do not neglect your old content. And so we have this framework. So I know Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and either Saturday or Sunday, there's going to be content. So four days a week, there's going to be content scheduled for social media. And it's based off of the content, the core content that I've already created. Then... I get to fill in the other pieces as I'm feeling inspired. 
if I'm not feeling inspired, I might not do anything that week. And that's okay. I might not add anything else, but I've at least got some stuff scheduled in there. If I'm feeling inspired, I might post a picture of myself or a travel photo or talk about something that's going on and write additional content. But it's making sure that I'm still showing up consistently. I haven't recreated any new content. I just used old content that I have and made a graphic out of it, right? Which you can do in Canva using awesome templates. You can also use a graphic designer, which is what I do, right? There are a lot of different things that you can do to help save time. I used to do this all on my own for years, so I know that it's possible. Um, But that kind of schedule, having that will be incredibly helpful for you. Maybe you know on Tuesdays you're going to post a reel. Maybe you know you're going to post two reels a week. And that's going to give you really great insight on how many reels you need to batch record for the month. So having these schedules will help you save time because it'll help you save time in the creation process. All right? So there you have it. Seven time-saving tips for content creation. I really, really hate to see that time is what is keeping entrepreneurs from creating content for their audience. You know, Honestly, I think time is what is keeping a lot of entrepreneurs from creating profitable businesses. And the amazing thing, and I promise, I promise it's amazing. The amazing thing is that you can optimize your time. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole boundary thing. I'm not going to get into the whole commitment thing. I'm not going to get into all that right now. I told myself I wouldn't. That is part of it. But in the allotted time that you have, how are you optimizing it? Are you being efficient? Or are you just logging on the internet and saying, I need to write something today. What do I want to write? No, that is going to take time. It's going to take too much time. So I'm saying, how many times has Michelle said time in this episode about time? Too many times. Ha! Okay. Anyways, you get what I'm saying. Be really smart with how you are optimizing it. It's incredibly, incredibly important. Honestly, it's one of the pillars inside of Brand Mary Academy. The marketing materials that we give you are all about time-saving strategies and creating these workflows and creating these systems. Shoot, we have an entire uh, training in there on how to get your website up and running in just a few weeks. When we first released the website mini course inside of the academy, we challenged our community to either launch their website or revamp their website in a month. And people freaking did it because we gave them the step-by-step. We made it easy. So if you are struggling with time, I'm not going to promise you a template because that's not going to solve your your real problem. It might save you a few pieces, uh, a few measly minutes of time, but it's not going to help with your overall marketing strategy. But what I can promise you are time-saving strategies and step-by-step systems and automations and different things that you can use in your business, in your branding, in your marketing uh, to, to make sure that of the maybe limited time that you have, you're using it to its highest uh, uh, impact, right? And so all of that is available inside of Brand Mary Academy. As I've mentioned this month, the doors will be opening very, very soon, next week, to be honest. Um, And I'm going to be kicking it off with a free class, which I'm going to be talking all about mastering your marketing in this new exciting year, sharing with you a seven-step marketing plan. And you can register for free at brandmary.com slash market 
brandmary.com slash market and I hope to see you there. Go ahead and shoot me a message over on Instagram at Michelle Knight Co. with any takeaways or any questions that you have. I'd love to connect with you there a little bit further. I would love to see these uh, action uh, steps in work. So if any of them work for you, go ahead and share it in your Insta stories, email, just let us know that they work for you. We love to know that these tips are working for you. And again, you get all of this and so much more and all of these awesome tips inside of Brand Mary Academy. Join us for the upcoming coming uh, webinar happening on January 26th, where we'll talk more about your marketing and give you a fun chance to join. Go to brandmary.com slash market. Next week, I'm going to be sharing with you email list building tips in next week's episode happening on the 27th. Remember the webinar is the day before. So hopefully... I see you on the webinar, and then you can listen to the podcast the very next day. So email list building tips coming your way next week. See you on the webinar on the 26th. Go to brandmary.com slash market and have an amazing rest of your week.